Welcome to Beauty Uncut, the podcast. I'm Shania. And I'm Kayla. And we're here to bring a new perspective to beauty. Welcome back to our second podcast. Cheers. Cheers. (laughs) Today, we're talking all about skin cycling. But first, Shania and I are totally different people. She's currently (laughs) drinking a, what are you drinking? French Earl Grey tea. And I'm drinking a champagne. (laughs) Have you ever drunk wine before? Like I've like sniffed it yeah and I just cannot see I feel like I drink it nearly every day (laughs) totally different people but that's why we work exactly (laughs) opposites attract they do I feel like I haven't spoken or seen Shania since last week oh my god I've been so flat out she's too busy for me I (laughs) said to her I'm like are we fighting because I have not spoken to you or seen you at work in so long because you're just you're too busy for me now I know it's kind of sad hey we don't get to film TikToks and stuff anymore (laughs) I miss that we used to film TikToks all the time for work that they were the days yeah those they were our favorite days we gotta bring them back we do yeah I wanted to talk to you first before we get on to our first topic of skin cycling my fake tan I have been fake tanning since, okay, my first fake tan experience was in 2007. You think that I would be a pro by now, right? Have you ever seen me come to work with a decent fake tan? I feel like I have not noticed. What do you mean? Has it been bad? I don't notice. Has it ever been good? I mean. (laughs) You can can say the truth because I feel like, come on, realistically, do I ever come with a nice fake tan? I mean, not really. Maybe not. (laughs) I feel like, you know, I've always got patches on me. My hands are either really dark or my knuckles are dark or my hands are missing completely. I feel like the older I'm getting, and I know I'm still young, but the older I'm getting, the worse I'm becoming at fake tanning. I just don't, I don't know if the solutions are changing or if I'm becoming blind and I just can't see at night, but something is happening and it's not cute. I rock up to work every Friday with an awful fake tan. I feel like I almost just don't look at it anymore. <laughs> you're like, the day I come to work with a good fake tan, you're going to be like, Ooh. oh, who is she? You did your fake tan. Did you go out and get a spray tan? Yeah. I need some tips. And if anyone has any tips on how I can apply a good fake tan, let a girl know because I need it. <laughs> Anyway, let's talk about skin cycling. Yes. So skin cycling, my boss is about to cringe. He records and edits our podcast and he hates when I talk about this app, TikTok, because TikTok. he's not on it because he's a little bit too old for it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You're not. Sorry. No, you're not. I do send you TikTok, so and you um, don't respond, so you're obviously not Rude. on the app. <laughs> but skin cycling is the latest trend on TikTok. I think that I read, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm probably wrong, but (laughs) potentially 3.8 billion searches for skin cycling trend. I honestly wouldn't be surprised. It's such a big thing. I think I sent you a TikTok on it or something when I first saw it come around. That's how our TikTok relationship works. Shania (laughs) sends me stuff and then I get, you know, in this black hole and I think I've probably seen every skin cycling video now. Mm-hmm. I'm probably a part of all of these millions of views <laughs> because I'm, I just, I don't know. It just sucks me and I'm addicted. But yeah, I yeah. think that's probably how I came about it. But mm. skin cycling is something that, you know, our skin therapists have been doing for, for ages, a, forever. It's just something we've been doing. It's now just a name that, yeah. you know, a dermatologist has given it. Shout out to... What's her name? 
Michelle, is it Michelle Bowie? I can't anyway, Something like that. Yeah. shout out to you, girl, because yeah. you've now, I guess, simplified skin cycling for people. And I actually think it's a trend that both of us can get on. You agree? Absolutely. Anyone can get on. I, I feel like it's for people who are new to skincare or not sure how to structure a skincare routine or if they have like a bit of a, an impaired barrier. It's basically cycling your actives and not doubling up on them on each night the first night you do an exfoliation and then the second night you do your retinol and then after that is your recovery nights or your hydrating nights and there's different types as well so there's your more basic types and there's your more advanced types as well so for example your basic types is for someone who's I guess building a skincare routine maybe someone who's a little bit more compromised as well like if you I know if you are an avid retinol or salicylic user, sometimes we overdo things a little bit. We need to step mm-hmm. it back a little. So yeah. I think the introduction one is good for, yeah, people who overdo it and who are introducing new yeah, routines. Yeah, exactly. Basically, like skin cycling is a less is more approach and it's also helping to balance and protect your skin throughout the process of introducing new actors into your routine. Very important. Yeah. Very important to achieve like a balance in your skincare routine so you're not doing too much and you're not doing too little and it's kind of just like that nice in between and then another thing that I wanted to touch note on is your morning routine so you want to keep that basic so Mm. you want to do I don't recommend cleansing in the morning but I know that you love a cleanse in the morning (laughs) so I think it's just preference on your skin if you're a more oily acneic client then you can cleanse I just, one, I'm lazy, Um, but two, I just don't feel like my skin needs it. So I typically would just go in with a vitamin B serum, vitamin C, like the Pro Heal, and then your moisturizer and SPF. So you just want to keep your morning routine quite simple and the same, and it's just your nighttime routine that changes. Yeah. The only reason I I do like to cleanse my skin in the morning, I, I mean, I've been doing it for ages, but also I feel like at the end of the day, I do use a really gentle cleanser, so it's not like intense. Yeah. But I think it's also the fact that, you know, sometimes I do use, you know, your retinols at night and sometimes I do like to just cleanse it off because yeah. as we know, that retinol likes to kind of speed up your um, cell, turnover. cell turnover. And so I just like to kind of make sure I get rid of that in the morning. Otherwise, I know that I'll break out. That's so fine. I'm yeah. just, I tell you right now, <laughs> I'm not getting up any earlier to wash my face with my cleanser. I'm just But your go- skin is so good. So I think it just suits your skin. Debatable. Like I feel like I used to suffer with acne and I think I was just – my thing was I was doing too much for my skin. Mm. I was chucking acids on my skin, retinols. I was doing too much. So I feel like for me stepping it back is best and not over-cleansing my skin and not over-exfoliating and over-retinoling. Let's talk about over-cleansing a bit. I feel like it's such a common thing. For sure. I see so many people that do over-cleanse and they don't realise it and they don't realise that – that's I guess the main problem as well yeah or not effectively cleansing their face at night that too, yeah. Yeah. yeah so I think one thing that I've noticed is people who don't wear makeup or they're wearing you know just like the SPF during the day or whatever they're only doing one cleanse at night but I always am a believer in doing two cleanses at night 100%. your yeah. first cleanse being like an oil or a balm yeah. cleanser and your second cleanser being like a gel or a cream to effectively remove the debris from the day but as well as like your SPF for example yeah Yeah. but then you also have from the other side of people overdoing it for sure and using harsh stripping products and cleansing so much that 
they're damaging their barrier. I think it's really important to understand that there needs to be like a balance in the skin and you need to not overdo it and not underdo it. So you need to kind of keep things simple, but also just kind of understand what your skin type is and suit your routine and your products to your skin type. Yeah, and I think that brings it back to skin cycling. That's exactly what it is. You're introducing active ingredients, but in a slower way of doing it so that you don't freak your skin out. Yeah. So maybe we should start with the introductory of skin cycling. So night one. Night one is your exfoliation. So that can be your acids or much to our dismay, your scrubs, which we don't recommend, but if you do love them, this is the night that you're going to do it. So what type of acids or what type of exfoliating ingredients would you typically recommend to your client or for yourself? For different skin types, I guess you have to find out first what your skin needs and what your skin type is. But for example, your lactic acids are really good for someone who needs a bit more hydration and a light exfoliation. Um, You have your glycolic acids, which is good for your aging skin types or your salicylic for your more acne prone, oily skin types as well. And of course, the fruit acids or PHAs, which are more gentle for any skin type, really. Night two is your retinols. It helps to increase your cell turnover. um, So it's really exfoliating. It also helps with normalizing skin cell function. It helps with aging, acne, pigmentation. It's basically a product that nearly everyone can use. So as long as you're not too impaired, it's a great product for everyone to have in their routine. It's like up there with all the really really good products that is really going to make a change yes we basically want everyone to be on like an abc yeah so with your introducing to your retinols i think you were telling me before you what were you saying how you should sandwich it yeah so initially when you are starting your retinols you want to kind of start really light and so what we do recommend as skin therapists we do like a moisturizer first and then put your retinol on top just so there's that kind of first barrier for your retinol to work on instead of going, going on straight the skin. onto the skin yeah. and breaking the skin out for sure mm. some good retinols that we've come across well you know, while we've been treating over the years is the crystal, uh, Medicaid crystal, crystal retinol, retinol yeah. from Medicaid. They have like a system where they have like one, three, six, and 10, and you can slowly introduce it to your routine. And then the more you progress, the higher you can go with your percentages. Yeah. A few other good retinols would be your O Cosmetics retinol, uh, Aspect Doctep have one, SkinCeuticals have one, They're probably my top recommendations, but do you have any others? I know as clinical have a few really nice ones as well. I also really like their ProHeal serum. Knew you were about to say. (laughs) I was like, I Uh, I knew ProHeal was about to come out of your mouth. Yeah, it has has a really cool technology in it where the vitamin A is not encapsulated. So it's not actually... Is it? it? I don't know. Yeah, I think it is encapsulated, and it's but it's with vitamin C and vitamin A. Yeah, and it's in an oil base, so it's but it's more healing for the skin. So it's a really cool technology for that one. Yeah, Yeah, perfect. Once they go into the advanced skin cycling, where they can take that retinol a bit better, they can do it underneath, so on fresh skin, so they'll get a bit more of that concentration of retinol as well. Yeah, that's correct. So they can do it in phases. So phase one is typically a month, and you put your moisturizer on first, like you said, and then your retinol. In your phase two, you drop back that moisturizer and then you put retinol straight onto the skin. And then you can also increase those, you know, the frequency of using your retinol as well. 
And then for your last two nights for those beginners is your recovery night. So you can use things like your hyaluronic acid, vitamin B3, B5, and your moisturizing products as well. Another TikTok trend um, (laughs) that we have come across, which we don't love, but we don't hate either, is slugging. So slugging is basically popping something occlusive over the skin and it basically helps to hydrate the skin. But if you put that over the top of your exfoliating acids or your vitamin A, it actually pushes those products or makes those products work better. So you don't want to use slugging on a night that you're using your acids or retinols. You want to slug on your recovery night. So day three. Please do not do that. Also, please do not use Vaseline on your face. It's a very controversial thing I feel I feel like you know a lot of dermatologists like use Vaseline it's fine but we don't we we don't love it but yeah so that would be your introductory to skin cycling and into Mm -hmm. active ingredients after you've been doing skin cycling for a month uh, you can start to go to three days so you can go day one is exfoliating day two is your um, retinol and day three is your hydrating products this makes your skin a lot better. Like it's, it's more effective, I think. Yeah. And you should be using your retinols more often, you know, yeah, you ideally. you want to be using your retinols, you know, five, yeah. I would say five times a, five yeah. times a week if you the can build it. <laughs> yeah, you build it up. That's what the studies have shown. Yeah. The more frequently you use your retinol, I think the studies say five to seven days a week is optimal for yeah. the for benefits of retinol. Yeah. I think it's really important as well, just a quick little piece of advice um yeah with retinols there's so many different types and I feel like it's really important number one to get it obviously prescribed by your skin therapist or your doctor but um get one that's also regulated like the the actual um formulation of it is beneficial for your skin yeah because you can get you know retinol at Woolworths and I'm telling you right now you're probably not going to see any (laughs) results with that so Definitely purchase from your skin therapist Mm. or, you know, go to your doctor and get a prescription retinol if you're needing something a little bit stronger. Absolutely. Yeah. So what about our top products for skin cycling? Do you want to go with your routine? Okay, fine. So let's talk about the first step. So your exfoliation. My favorite at the moment has been the Is Clinical Peel Pads. Love them. Yeah, so good. (laughs) I think mine would be same thing, the active mm. peel pads, but I also love the Medicate polyhydroxy acid. Polyhydroxy acid is quite a gentle exfoliation. It's a larger molecule, but I also know that they've come out with one, like a BHA one, which is yeah, really great for um, acne clients as well. Yeah, so that one looks there's amazing. There's some really good acids. And then you've got like your tri exfoliating master mist clinical and things like that as well. Yeah, yeah. At the moment I've just been using the peel pads and I'm really happy with nothing that. Nothing compares. I yeah, <laughs> nothing compares for me at the moment. Yeah. But yeah. And then for my retinol, <laughs> um, I've been using the Medicaid Crystal Retinol number three. Nice and light. It's been my kind of introductory retinol other than the is clinical pro heal. And then for my hydrating step, I do love my B serum. So I've been using, at the moment, I've been using the Medicaid B, uh, Hydrate B5. Is it B5? Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's B5 and B5 Intense. Both yeah. are great. And then I've also been loving the O Cosmetics Comfort Cream as well. I, Ooh. I love it. So nice. I haven't tried the Comfort. Yeah, Everyone raves really about recovery, but maybe I should try I do it. love recovery as well, but I think it does have some acids. I can't or remember. Some yeah. actives in it. Yep. 
But yeah, do love that. As I said before, I'm very basic with my skincare routine. I'm telling you right now, I'm not using a hydrating serum because <laughs> I cannot be bothered. I love, like, I love skincare. And if you saw my skincare wardrobe, as I like to call it, I have a lot. You do. But I've seen it. It's not hydrating serums. <laughs> if I was going to choose one, it would be the Hydrate B5 Intense by Medicaid yeah. or the B3 from Mo Cosmetics. Yeah. But moisturizers, I have found a new love. Shania got me this moisturizer from Tatcha and I feel like people in the industry are going to cringe because <laughs> everyone hates, you know, Mecca products or whatever. Yeah. It is incredible. I got the water cream one for daytime and then oh, what's the nighttime one called? Like dewy moisturizer. Oh, the dewy it's one. the purple yeah. one. Yeah. It makes my skin feel like a baby's bum. It is so nice. It's so thick. It would be great for winter, I feel. Yeah. But it just makes my skin feel super hydrated, plump, supple, everything I want in a moisturizer. And I don't rave about moisturizers ever. Like I don't really find them that exciting. And Tatra is something that I rave about. Wow. She's a changed woman. I'm sorry. So sorry to my beauty industry friends who are probably going to just kill me for saying that. But yeah, I love that. It'll be interesting. Actually, I haven't looked into the ingredients yet, but I I should probably do that. (laughs) I mean, it might not be doing anything for my skin, but it feels bloody great. So it looks really good too. Well, you know, it must be working. I was Mm. concerned because it was so thick that it was going to break me out, Mm. but it hasn't. That's good. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Another few ingredients that you can add into your skin cycle routine alongside these other days is hyaluronic acid, vitamin B3, vitamin C, yeah, sunscreen always, moisturizers, your peptides and things like that. They can all be incorporated into your routine. You just use them underneath that other serum or on your more hydrating days. Yeah, or even like, you know, those other serums like your B's or your C's are really good to use in the morning. Yeah. So obviously alternating that appropriately. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for listening to our second podcast. Make sure to follow us on our socials, Beauty Uncut platform, and subscribe to our Apple Podcasts and Spotify. 